toward the other ship. Others were suspicious and whispered that the crew must have some disease. Otherwise, why wouldn't the captain let them come aboard? Captain Jones had made an announcement soon after the ship appeared, telling the crew not to be alarmed, that he and the other captain were in negotiations and all would be explained. But days had gone by and nothing happened. Soon, the feeling among the crew had changed from excitement to restlessness and finally to fear. The New Horizon was all Kieran's parents talked about. The night before, Kieran had quietly spooned vegetable soup into his mouth, listening to them chatter about it. I don't understand why the captain doesn't make another announcement, said his mother Lena, running nervous red fingers through her dark gold hair. The Central Council should at least tell us what's happening, shouldn't they? I'm sure they will when they understand the situation. Kieran's father replied irritably, We don't have anything to fear. I never said I was afraid, Paul, Lena said with a look at Kieran that communicated just how afraid she actually was. I just think it's strange is all. Kieran, his father asked in his firm way, has Captain Jones mentioned the ship to you? Kieran shook his head, though he had noticed the captain seemed more preoccupied lately, and his palsy was worse. It made his hands tremble all the time. But he hadn't said a word about the New Horizons' mysterious appearance. Of course he wouldn't say anything to me about it, Kieran said. Well, his mother said as she tapped thoughtfully at her teacup, Nothing explicit, of course, but there was one thing, Kieran said slowly, enjoying the way his parents were hanging on his every word. I went into his office too early yesterday, and he was just shutting off the comm station and talking to himself. What was he saying? Lena asked. I only caught one word. He said, liars. His parents looked at each other with real concern. The lines in Paul's face deepened, and Lena's teeth worried at her bottom lip, making Kieran sorry he'd said anything. Now, feeling warm and safe with Waverly, he decided he would ask today before his broadcast. The captain might not like his questions, but Kieran thought he could get something out of them. Kieran was, after all, Captain Jones's favorite. That was for later. He'd had a reason for asking Waverly to meet him here, and there was no sense putting it off, no matter how anxious it made him. He forced his breathing to quiet. Waverly, he said, wishing his voice were deeper. We've been dating a while now. Ten months, she said, smiling. Longer than that if you count kisses in grade school. She cupped his jaw in her hand. He loved her hands and the way they felt warm and soft. He loved her long arms, her strong bones beneath olive skin, and the silken hairs that wandered up her forearms. He lay back on the hay bale and took a deep breath. You know how I can't stand you, he said. I can't stand you either, she whispered in his ear. He pulled her closer. I was thinking of taking our contest of wills to the next level. Hand-to-hand -hand combat? In a manner of speaking, he said, 
his voice vulnerable and small. She was unreadable in the way she looked at him, waiting, saying nothing. He drew away from her, leaned on an elbow. I want to do this right. I don't want to just jump into bed with you. You want to marry me? He held his breath. He hadn't quite asked her, and not all the way, but... I'm not even sixteen, she said. Yes, but you know what the doctors say. That was the wrong thing to say. Her face tightened, almost imperceptibly, but he saw it. Who cares about doctors? Don't you want children? He asked, biting his bottom lip. Waverly smiled slowly, deliciously. I know you do. Of course, it's our duty, he said earnestly.